Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 146. Prayer. A soul arms itself by prayer for all kinds of combat. In whatever state the soul may be, it ought to pray. A soul which is pure and beautiful must pray, or else it will lose its beauty. A soul which is striving after this purity must pray, or else it will never attain it. A soul which is newly converted must pray, or else it will fall again. A sinful soul, plunged in sins, must pray so that it might rise again. There is no soul which is not bound to pray, for every single grace comes to the soul through prayer. I recall that I have received most light during adoration which I made lying prostrate before the Blessed Sacrament for half an hour every day throughout Lent. During that time I came to know myself and God more profoundly. And yet, even though I had the superior's permission to do so, I encountered many obstacles to praying in such a way. Let the soul be aware that, in order to pray and persevere in prayer, one must arm oneself with patience and cope bravely with exterior and interior difficulties. The interior difficulties are discouragement, dryness, heaviness of spirit, and temptations. The exterior difficulties are human respect and time. One must observe the time set apart for prayer. This has been my personal experience, because when I did not pray at the time assigned for prayer, later on I could not do it because of my duties. Or if I did manage to do so, this was only with great difficulty, because my thoughts kept wandering off to my duties. I also experienced this difficulty. When a soul has prayed well and left prayer in a state of profound interior recollection, others resist its recollection, and so the soul must be patient to persevere in prayer. It often happened to me that when my soul was more deeply immersed in God and I had derived greater fruit from prayer, and God's presence accompanied me during the day, and at work there was more recollection and greater precision and effort at my duty, this was precisely when I received the most rebukes for being negligent in my duty and indifferent to everything, because less recollected souls want others to be like them, for, for they are a constant source of remorse to them. A noble and delicate soul, even the most simple, but one of delicate sensibilities, sees God in everything, finds him everywhere, and knows how to find him in even the most hidden things. I find all things important. It finds all things important. It highly appreciates all things. It thanks God for all things. It draws profit for the soul from all things, and it gives all glory to God. It places its trust in God and is not confused when the time of ordeals comes. It knows that God is always the best of fathers 
and makes little of human opinion. It follows faithfully the faintest breath of the Holy Spirit. It rejoices in this spiritual guest and holds on to him like a child to its mother. Where other souls come to a standstill and fear, this soul passes on without fear or difficulty. This is a beautiful section on prayer. It would be well worth reading this section over again or listening again. It covers diary numbers 146 to 148. St. Faustina tells us which types of souls can benefit from prayer. In short, everyone, at every time in their lives. Because as she tells us, every single grace comes to the soul through prayer. You can't wash your hands at the sink until you open up the faucet so that the water can flow. In the same way, we must open ourselves up to the flow of God's grace through prayer. She writes of receiving much light when she would pray lying prostrate before the Blessed Sacrament. She had received permission to do this. It was a way of showing humility before the Lord. But there can be the temptation to not do it because people could think you are crazy or overzealous, etc. This is not to say that everyone needs to pray like that or follow the example of St. Faustina. God inspires each of us to pray as we are, are called to. But we must be prepared when we want to pray there will be a spiritual battle. Because the evil one doesn't want us to pray. He knows how many graces God can pour into our heart during prayer. So he'll try everything to get us to not want to pray or to be distracted during prayers, etc. St. Faustina also speaks of being faithful to a time of prayer each day. Otherwise, it's hard to get it in. Everyone is busy, even religious. We have our duties and we can be distracted by the duties. To persevere at prayer, we need to deal with interior and exterior difficulties. We need to be patient with ourselves. Growing spiritually takes time. And then St. Faustina ran into difficulties when others would upset her or seek to upset her when she was recollected. As she says, less recollected souls want others to be like them. Another way of saying it, misery loves company. So we must be patient with others. She speaks of a noble and delicate soul which perceives the touch of God and the subtle inspirations of the Holy Spirit. Let's try not to overlook these inspirations of the Holy Spirit. They will help us to grow in holiness.